Well, Merry Christmas. Just want to echo David's welcome at the beginning of the service. We're so grateful that you're here worshiping with us tonight and grateful for those who are joining us uh, from home. Also grateful for all our visitors this evening, family, friends, newcomers, uh, welcome. A few weeks ago, my wife, Tricia, asked me a question. And this is a question you probably were asked sometime in the last three weeks. She said, Colin, what would you like for Christmas this year? And I gave her the same answer that I always give her. I said, you know, the truth is, I don't really need anything for Christmas. I mean, I'm touched that you're, you're thinking of me, that you want to get me a gift, but don't worry about me. I don't need anything this year for Christmas. Which, by the way, I recognize is probably the least helpful answer I can give her because she wants to get me a gift. But the truth is, that's how I feel. I don't feel like I need anything for Christmas. What do you want for Christmas? You know, children, they answer that question very differently. I was at the St. George's Kindergarten a few weeks ago, and the day that I visited was the day that Santa came. It was the day that the kids got to climb up on Santa's lap and have their picture taken with him. And as I was watching all this happening, I started to think back on all the times that I've seen, all, all the times that you've seen a child climb up on Santa's lap so that he could ask them that question. What do you want for Christmas? Now, can you imagine a child responding to that question the way I did? Well, Santa, you know, the truth is, I really don't need anything this year. I'm, I'm touched that you thought of me. Thank you for asking, but don't worry about me. You can just, you can take me off your list this year. No, of course not. I'm, I'm fairly confident that conversation has, has never actually happened. Children know exactly what they want for Christmas. In fact, I've watched children as they're talking to Santa. They get through their list and then they move on to their siblings' list, and then they move on to their cousins' list. They, they are talking about this with one another, what they want. They know exactly what they want to show up on Christmas morning. And you see, the fact that they know what they want, this is why it is so much fun to give gifts to children. Part of the joy of giving a gift to a child is the fact that the gift makes a difference in their lives. Their lives are still open, and the gift brings them something that they know that they could not have had on their own. The gift, it, it opens up a space. It creates a new possibility, because that's what a true gift does. A true gift opens up the possibility of a new experience. And they, as children, they're able to receive it. They can receive it because they know what they truly want. 
Tonight we read from the book of Isaiah. And in our passage, we encounter the prophet. He's looking towards the future, into God's plans for God's world. And this is what the prophet says about what God is going to do in and for his world, how God is going to make everything right. He says, and just listen to this promise. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. He says, for a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Given to us. You see, Christmas is about a gift. The gift of Jesus. This one who was called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Jesus doesn't just come to us. No, he is given to us. As the Apostle John wrote so many years after Isaiah, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. God gave him. Tonight is about receiving a gift, the greatest gift of all, the gift of Jesus, the gift of God himself. You see, in Jesus, we encounter God. God becomes visible to us in his actions, in his purposes, and he makes things possible for us that we couldn't have had without him. We learn that we can draw close to God. It's safe to do this. God wants us to. We learn that we can be reconciled with one another. And we learn that God's future for us, the future he wants for each one of us, is a future of love and praise and joy. Tonight is about receiving this gift, receiving it and then giving thanks for it. As the Apostle Paul writes in 2 Corinthians, he says, thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. So that question I started with, what do you want for Christmas? How have you answered that over these last few weeks? If your answer has been like mine, if you said, the truth is, I don't want anything. Don't worry about me. I've got everything I need. If that's the way you've answered, well then tonight, you're invited to answer again. What do you want? I mean, I mean truly, what do you want for your life? Peace? That peace that God brings that frees us from constant worry and anxiety. 
freedom from guilt, from shame, freedom from that voice that always tells us we're not good enough, we don't measure up. Hope, not only hope about the world, which we need right now, but hope about your life, excitement about what God has planned for you, his purposes for you. Joy, a deep joy in your soul. What do you want for Christmas? If your answer is Jesus, if if that's what you want, then he will, like a good gift, open you to new paths and invite you to experiences marked by deep love. Your hope will be renewed if tonight you accept this gift. So accept it and rejoice with the angels who sing glory to God in the highest and on earth peace and goodwill to all. Amen.